What's going on? My name is Anthony Ricciardi and welcome to Morning Ritual. Yo, what's going on guys? Hope everybody's doing super well. Um, you know, still in the quarantine, still still trying to stay positive, stay creative, um, stay energized, but it's uh it's been good. It's been good. We um we're working on a bunch of stuff, so it's been um, it's been exciting, and I'm working on a video series that I mentioned uh, in a few podcasts before this, and uh, which I'm really excited about. And one of the topics that I'm covering in the in the series is you know my introduction into art, and you know what when was my you know when do I remember my first times being truly in love with art and you know my inspirations growing up and so forth. And I wanted to just uh, touch upon it here in, in the podcast as well. You know, I'm very grateful. Um, growing up, my dad and uncle, my uncle Fab, they um, they took took me to the art gallery often. I think my dad early on saw that I, you know, I had a, a passion for art, and and we used to go. I, you know, I don't remember how many times we would go, but I remember going. And it's it's I don't really have a great memory um, of my very 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 young childhood, but I definitely remember going to the art gallery. It always stood out to me. Um, that in sports, of course, but I, I look back and I think back to to understanding and learning. You know, my dad had books on Rembrandt and Picasso in the house that he would he would show me or he purchased for me for me to read and learn. And I think at the time, I never really, I would never sit down and engulf all the information. And really, I was never a very studious um, <laughs> student, but. For stuff I loved, I always took little takeaways, and I think it's the same way that I look at books and, and articles now. I always try to find one or two small things that I can, you know, really stick and resonate with me. And I and I did that with art. I did that often with art. And and then I think the I was trying to think um, as I'm making my notes to the one moment where I really felt that I can, you know, potentially become an artist. And it was an artist I started to study by the name of Julian Schnabel. Um, I had seen him on a, a 60 Minutes interview. My dad used to always watch 60 Minutes on, on Sunday nights and used to watch it along with him. And there was a 60 Minutes interview that, that truly probably changed, unknowingly changed the trajectory of my life, which was on on Julian Schnabel, who ended up becoming one of the more and more I studied, become one of my favorite artists by far. He had many different career paths. He actually ended up, after being on top of the world in the art world, um, quit to become a, a movie director and ended up directing multiple, you know, very, very successful movies. And now he just, you know, is on to different projects. And I always looked at myself that way. Like I'm always so interested in so many different projects and, and things. And I very, I felt like him in, in a sense. And when, when I started to research Julian Schnabel at that age, um, I was probably 11 or 12 um, he had a, a show here at the AGO, the Art Gallery of Ontario, and I, I didn't know. I just started to research him, and I saw it, and, and my uncle Fab and I went to the show. We had actually just missed him. The He was actually there. Um, he's from New York, but he, he was actually in Toronto um, for the show, and uh, we were talking to one of the, the the reception people when we walked into the gallery. And they're like, you just missed Julian Schnabel. He came in here with his pajamas and his big glasses on. He was... He was crazy as could be, and it was it was so cool to almost hear through a third party, but almost experience like what a, a quote unquote real life artist was like. And I could feel his energy throughout the entire show, through the work. And the, the pieces were all were all just fantastic in their size and 
and the scale. And I remember um, looking over at my Uncle Fab and saying, we could do this. Like, why don't we do this? I even wrote about it. Um, my Uncle Fab unfortunately passed away, but it was an, an incredible, incredible inspiration to me. I, I, wrote, I wrote a song after he passed away. And in one of the lyrics is, I remember it says, I remember sitting in the Schnabel exhibit, laughing to each other, man, we could have done that. Like we, that's what we did. We, we sat there like, man, we could have done that. Right. Like it's that, that's the way I felt. And it was the first time where, although I was saying, I guess something quote unquote negatively about an artist that I could have done that, you know, that's a very common thing that people say about artists. Oh, I could have done that. But what actually happens is they never do. And I think that subconsciously, that line that I said to my Uncle Fab that day was embedded in the back of my brain. Like, you know what? I actually probably could do this. And I always just kept it there. Um, I always just kept it sitting in, the, in my brain and always understood that I think the storyline is that I could do anything. We can really do anything that we want to do. You know, I understand that there's... I can't be a, a wide, I, I don't think I'd be a good linebacker for the New York Jets. I don't think that I'd be a good wide receiver for the, you know, the LA Rams. But I do think that anything that I can consider world class, which would be an artist, which would be an agent, which would be a lawyer, which would be what, like whatever profession I wanted to do, I could be world class at it if I just work like crazy at it. And that was the concept that I really learned that day. And it's, it's one of the first times where I think art truly changed my life was in that Schnabel exhibit. Um, he has this, he had his picture, it was a 20 foot by 20 foot painting of a, of a girl, this blonde girl um, with her eyes crossed out. Um, I actually have it tattooed on my body, which is um, because it was so monumental for me. Um, it, when I saw it and I, I ended up researching um, interviews with him when he explained it because it was one of his most famous famous paintings and he found that painting at a garage sale he found a very small two inch no three inch by three inch painting and he liked it but it was of a girl he ended up blowing it up uh, paint, hand painting it to scale and crossing out her eyes and just so you can focus on everything else in the painting because he said a lot of times when you do portraits everyone focuses on the eyes and you want to focus on all the other beautiful aspects of it and another big, a big series that he did, which ultimately changed me too, was he was very famous for these plate paintings, which he would buy hundreds and hundreds of plates, break them, and glue them, fasten them to canvases and wood, and then paint over them. He would paint a beautiful picture over all these broken plates. And it was so interesting. I remember doing it in high school. I, I obviously copied that concept and, and made three or four paintings with these plates it was just, it was so interesting. It was, it was fun to do, but he did it in such an incredible way. And it was, it was one of the first times, um, that, you know, it really changed, changed the way I looked at art. So I think that, you know, when we're looking for inspiration in modern day, when we're looking to be creative, it's, it's often helpful to try to dig back to our youth or, you know, our, our teenage years and, and try to find a moment, a moment in time that, truly could potentially rekindle or, or you know rekindle that flame into what you want to do for me it was remembering back to me looking at my uncle and saying man i could have done that in the middle of a, an incredible a museum show like to to have that the audacity to say i could do that 
and then try to set out and do it, I think is the beauty. So try to remember, I guess the, the key takeaway from today is, is there anything in your life that you remember saying when you were a kid, that you remember saying when you were young that, that could have and could, will change your future? Um, look for it. Because I think that this time, you know, especially during quarantine and during the days that we're in right now, we have time to reflect. We have time to to sort of rekindle different things that we want to do. And um, that's interesting. So I want to uh, wish you guys all the health as possible. Continue to stay well, stay home, stay safe, and uh, look forward to seeing you guys soon. Thank you so much. Bye. And that was my morning ritual. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. My name is Anthony Ricciardi. I look forward to seeing you soon.